everybody, and welcome to part two of the Game of the Year Awards. If you didn't listen to part one, don't worry, we'll probably mention a lot of those games again. So let's crack right in, Craig. And resuming their seats on the council are my good friends Craig. Yo! And Luke. Hey! Alright, same deal as last time. Let's get right to it, gentlemen. Game that made you happy to buy next gen. Uh, let's go backwards this time, so let's go Luke, Craig, Dave. Okay. Oh, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I, yeah, I've talked about it in the previous episode, but yeah, the, I think the biggest thing about next gen for me was SSD. And it's like, oh, I've got fast travel, I'll go on the train, that'll take a minute, I'll grab my phone, itch my balls, no. It's like, no, you're there, you're there, zoom, boop, here you go. Yeah, that I still haven't got used to how quick it is to load stuff. No, it's wonderful. Mm, so good. Craig. Oh, yeah, this is confusing. Sorry, this is just throwing me right off. You're in the same spot, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Deathloop. Deathloop made me incredibly happy to buy a PS5 because without my PS5, I couldn't have played that game. Uh, it's different enough from your traditional kind of like flow of a game. It's got some things you need to figure out in the detective style puzzle board, and it just it just plays fantastically. The same, it's it's quick, it's fast paced, it, it's clicky triggers, it's all things PS Five, and it's just it it's just wonderful to play. So yeah, and I of course will say Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart because. Of everything it does with the rifts, uh, which can be chalked up to like rift to rift loading to fast loading, and then all the things it does with the triggers, you know, I mean, I, I realize that's not like a Sony only thing, but it, it is nice to go. Oh, okay, yeah, this this feels cool. Uh, so yeah, that wins for me. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next up, we have surprise hit of the year, a game maybe you started, didn't think you'd love, and by the end you're like, this is amazing. Uh, I'm going to go first, obviously. Uh, Neo, I just have tried three or four times to get into this. Didn't think I could get out of the, the Bloodborne, sorry, Soulsborne thing. And uh, yeah, I... I... Uh, so for me, uh, this is Observer, System Redux, as I mentioned already. So when we made so many jokes about playing up, because Observation was on the docket for playing, uh, and we made so many Rutger Hauer jokes... I googled it and it sounded like a game I would like, but people said, oh, you know, it's quite cheap horror in places. There's a few jump scares and a few thick blah. It put me off. But because I played Alien Isolation and kind of manned up, I thought I'll, I'll take the plunge. Got it for 13 quid off Amazon for a special edition physical awesome box thing. And it's just surprised the balls off me at how good it was. That's all. Well, I yeah. I weep for your balls, yeah. but I'm glad you got uh, you got a good experience out of it. Uh, for me, it's it's also a game I've talked about before. It's Kingdoms of Amalur. I mentioned all the reasons why this is notable in the last episode, so go ahead and listen to that if you'd like. Next up, we have a game you want a sequel of right now. Now, this could be for good or for ill. For me, this is for ill, but. Uh, Okay, well, I'm going to go for uh, For the King, which is like a little indie game, um, turn-based, hex, you get so many moves and you can move on a hexagon, can't speak tonight, sorry, um, but it's kind of like, oh, I don't know, D&D &D meets 
turn-based stuff. I don't know. It's, it's really, really cool. The only thing I say is, like, it's obviously, like, the developer's first crack of it, and the concept is great. Uh, well worth checking out, but I'm really excited to see what they do with the second one. And if you haven't played it, it's a great multiplayer. You can play with three people, two people. It's, yeah, well worth playing. In fact, it's probably a game that you and Craig would enjoy. I already bought it on your recommendation from a while ago. I was like, all right, uh, then. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Yeah, this sounds good. Um, right, it's me now. Uh, so my game sequel that I want just now is another sequel to Hitman 3. So Hitman 4 or whatever they do, because I think over 2016 and Hitman 2 and Hitman 3, they've now perfected that engine and the way it works. So to me, a sequel would be just more scenarios, like another chunk of episodes that were different locations with that expertly crafted AI scenario-based puzzle murders. I just want more of it. I, I would take more, particularly, Dave knows the level. I don't know, Look, if you've played the game yet, but there's one Hitman level where it takes place Wait, in can a, I guess? Yeah, go for it. Is it the murder house? Yeah, it's the murder house. <laughs> so, it takes place in a, a big old mansion, you know, like chandeliers everywhere and a family have congregated for a funeral. And it turns out that the lady had faked her own death and people are trying to kill her. But basically, you can... You can disguise yourself as a detective. Sorry, this is too much. Sorry. You can disguise yourself as a detective and do a Sherlock Holmes thing and figure out who the murderer is and stuff to complete the level. Like it's a completely diff it's a completely different way of doing a hitman level. That I loved it. Cool. I absolutely loved it. So Yeah, yeah, as soon as I saw it, it's like, oh, it's an Agatha Christie house. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it, it's just um, built to have a murder done in it. Uh-huh. It's, um it's great. for me. This is Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, I want a sequel because Monster Hunter Rise wasn't that good. I, I want a sequel to World. And I want it now. I'm tired of waiting, damn it. It's been like two months since I killed a, a Baroth. I, I need more. Um, but yeah. Um, I'll talk more about Monster Hunter Rise later. So we'll shelve that for right it's now. Not game of the year without Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, best soundtrack of the year. I feel bad for saying this game, but The Last of Us Two. Uh, yeah, it's it's just to be expected with Naughty Dog games, isn't it? It's like I I rarely listen or play games with uh, headphones on, but I, I made a point of doing it with this one. And yeah, the the level of detail in it is amazing. The voice acting is great. The little bits of music are are great. Um, yeah, it, it really stood out. All right. Um, but I not can't comment on it, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna change my game that I just picked there. Uh, I'm gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy. It's chock a block full of fantastic licensed music, um, and because it's relatively new, I wouldn't say too much. But there's a mechanic in it that means that mid battle you could get random tunes like Rick Astley could be just kick in playing while you're fighting a massive <laughs> boss and stuff like that. And it's it's so surreal. It's really good. It just works to it's it works perfectly with again that franchise and stuff. So Guardians. It's so weird because I was I was really put off with this game by the Avengers game that came out. Oh the Avengers game is awful. Like yeah. I said to I either said to use in the group chat, I said to take, like, Reese tried the Avengers game and put it off because he thought it was crap, but he's loving Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, he's, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to Avengers was awful. 
It was awful. Um, Gardens of the Galaxy is well, well good. It's well good. <laughs> it's well good, just like your English. Uh, for myself, this is Crash 4. Uh, th- the music in this game is good enough for me to have on my MP3 player, if I still had one, kind of thing. Um, each world has a very different motif going for it, a very different music style. Like, it's really cool to go from, like, New Orleans jazz to um, arguably Cyberwave. It- it's really cool, the-, the different music styles in this game. A lot of really good tunes in it, too. So, uh, Crash 4 is very good. Uh, next up, we have a gut check question. Dun-dun-dun. The game story this year that clicked with you emotionally. Uh, for me, this is Children of Morda. Uh, there's something about that story that just super clicked with me, and I don't know why, but I mean, I wasn't like a I puddle of the, tears, but. Like Diablo 2 Indie Star looking. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yep, that roguelike. Uh, there was just something about that that really warmed the old crusty cockles of my heart it was a really good story i love that game it was good yeah i feel it was very good i feel terrible now because i played like half an hour of it and just put it off (laughs) it's fine it's i mean you're you're not a big roguelike guy anyway yeah uh well Uh, emotionally hmm i think for me let's go with you say death loop i'm not gonna say death loop i'm gonna say the little acre which was a game Ooh. I played early on in the year. It's a point-and-click adventure, and it's it's a small indie Irish company. It's set in the countryside, and there's a bit of sci-fi to it. The whole parent-child thing gets me, so when there's a kid in peril, then you kind of think, oh my God, what if that was my kid type thing? And that's, that's, how, I, that's how that happened. What if it was a little girl named Pearl? How would you say Pearl is in peril? Pedal isn't pedal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to bring it up again. Last of Us Two, and it's the same reason, Craig. <laughs> I'm really sorry. This game, honestly, I I just love this game from start to finish. But um, there's a section in it where uh, it a lot of it is based on like relationships with parents and or parent figures, and yeah, there's there's scenes of that as becoming a recent parent or parent recently. Um, yeah, that totally clicks with me. So you're all a bunch of weenies. <laughs> it's weeners, um, or weeners. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, best game world. This was an easy one for me. Uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot. I think it's the best version of that world we've seen. Uh, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's great fun. Just running, flying, flying on Nimbus. Yeah, it's it's. It must have been a nightmare to craft it too, because it's not like there's landmarks in that world. It's like, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I was super impressed <laughs> yeah. the way they translated it. Yeah, yeah, it's. Well, I was thinking, like, when was the last good like open world Dragon Ball game? And I think it's one of the ones on the Game Boy Advance. Like, I I can't remember what they were called, Legacy of the Saiyan or something. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the the last open world one for me was what Budokai Three, I think was, and that's PS Two. So it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, to be honest, the Naruto games have had this like treatment a couple of times. So it was good to see Dragon Ball in that in that space. Cool, Craig. Um, yes, it's me. <laughs> Because we've changed the direction of how we're doing this. Uh, I, I get... you say it one more time. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> um, 
I, I've changed my answer again that's on this. So it, this is kind of like a world university building type thing. I've adapted my answer because I thought I've played like the Alan Wake remaster, Control PS5, and also sadly Quantum Break, which was shit. And I think like there is the beginnings of a really fantastic game universe. And then seeing that the trailer for Alan Wake 2... I'm beginning to think that this could this could be like the next Marvel universe. You get the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then you've got this, and I think it's going to work a treat. Except it's populated by assholes. But that's part of its charm. Like, yes, when the biggest exactly thing. one half of your protagonists are dickheads. Oh, well, that's that's what we said before. It's like as soon as you accept the fact that Alan Wake is actually a dick, the game is much more enjoyable. If you just remember that he's actually a dick, then it's it becomes a great game. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Kingdoms of Amalur um, for the same reasons you could say World of Warcraft. It's cool. You've got, like, this is the swamp zone. This is the desert zone. This is the forest zone. Here's the mountain zone. Like, it, it's, it, it runs the gamut of fantasy world. Like, it ticks all the boxes on that checklist. And it's just super fun to run around in. Does it do so, that yeah, thing of that... like a zone changes from like desert to forest within like a meter of each other? Uh yes, yes. <laughs> uh, there's lava bits next to ice bits, <laughs> and they're perfectly fine to stay in yeah. the designated areas. Cool. <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> um, favorite art style this year? So I don't like this game. I don't think I really like the art style of it, and it is uh, the Artful Escape, which is. I don't know how you do you, you just walk from one side of the map to the other playing guitar in this like hypersonic <laughs> multicolored I don't know what you would say, but it's it's got a really cool art theme to it and I think um it's almost like it's almost better than kids' cartoons. Like the, the art style of it. I, I don't know, there's something fascinating about it. It's it's good to just put on when you're like in the mood for listening to or just chilling out and yeah, not not thinking about something too much. So yeah, it's pretty. Oh, I'll agree. Like, like just just from watching trailers, it's like, oh, I wish I could play that just because of its art style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think the rest of the game is that great, but yeah. Craig. <laughs> oh God, is it me? Sorry, I keep, I keep forgetting. Oh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> my my favorite art style. Uh, of the year goes to Alien Isolation because it um, it just looks fantastic. It's like a perfectly realised. It's it's not like if I was going to hang artwork on my wall, it's not what I would pick. But as a game and as a place, that it just feels like a coherent thing. So I suppose what am I trying to say? It's just great. It everything works in that world. We said on the episode, you know, like they thought in the 80s it was going to be future and where there was going to be space travel, but no one ever envisaged a flat screen telly. So there's all this bulky TV screens and everything everywhere and everything's clunky and clicky and it just, it works as a world and as, as a... Agreed. It's yeah. just, it's just beautiful. And then throw in an alien or two and they, they look great. So, yeah. Uh, I went with Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, <laughs> I can't say I would hang any of this on my wall, yeah, yeah. except the giant picture of Chowder Man. That I would hang on my wall. Um, I, I will say the, the proviso is if you did not experience the internet in the 90s, 
you wouldn't get why this art direction is stellar. Wow, Chowder yeah. Man is a thing. Chowder <laughs> <Yeah>. Man <laughs> is amazing. Um, I, I think it's just because I happen to be the age I am that it's like, oh no, you have perfectly recreated the awful garbage we used to put up on the internet. This is great. So yeah, I, I think it took a lot of work to nail that just right. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have the Indie of the Year. Uh, I'm going to go Yes, Your Grace again. Total surprise. Uh, absolutely loved it. I've already said enough about it. So, uh, Craig, what is your Indie Game of the Year? Um, mine's is Gress, which I played off the back of looking at it. It looks like a lovely game. It's published by Default Digital, so it's, <laughs> it was worth a shot. But it's it's just a beautiful puzzle platformery type game that's really slow-paced. There's no real urgency apart from one bit of the game where you need to get from point A to point B in a certain amount of time. There's it's just a relaxing, peaceful experience and it's it's really it's really impactful. Uh, it actually would fit into a lot of other categories in this, but I saved it for this one because it's quite a big indie of the year, Gris. Alright. Uh, I love the art style, hate the way that game plays. Yeah, I not not my jam. Um for me it was Valtherian Arc. Um, this is a really cool little India game from, I believe, oh, I could be wrong, but I believe it's Indonesia, I think it comes from. Um, it's not much to speak of graphically, it's not much to speak of story-wise, but the conceit is, think of you basically running Hogwarts. You've got to train students to be whatever class you want them to be, and then sometimes you'll go on like field trips, where it then turns into this very rudimentary Diablo kind of game. It kind of looks like um, yeah, it, it, it's really sketchy on the way it looks, but I, I 100% enjoyed my time with it. That's cool. It was just a surprise little, oh, hey, this is great. Uh, and I couldn't have Binding of Isaac Repentance on my list because I think <laughs> I've had Binding of Isaac every year. And I pulled a Craig there. You so. just did? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What's the rules for that, Craig? Um, I get to do it again. Oh, no. no. All right, everybody gets a free one. Everyone gets a free one. Okay. All right, uh, next up we have the Personal Achievement of the Year. Um, So you know that thing of, like, your your gaming skills are supposed to reduce at the age of 27. Um, And by golly, they did. Yeah, so (laughs) I'm I'm over that line by a considerable amount now. But uh, yeah, having a positive kill death ratio in Halo was was, <laughs> was good to see. Uh, I think I've hit that tier of people now where I'm like I've ranked up enough to fight fe- fe- to fight people of my a similar skill set, and that's no longer happening. But for a couple of weeks, <laughs> the, the dream was there. So uh, yeah, it's good. It's oh, congratulations, good. man! Yeah, thanks. It's always good. Sometimes you hit a run, and you're like, I'm doing really good, and it turns out it was just a few good matches. And then some teen somewhere puts you back in your box and says, no, old man, you're rubbish at this. Um, I definitely feel like that most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Mine, my personal achievement of the year was the whole Bloodborne thing. So going from not being able to even, like, get anywhere in that game at all to finishing it and then the the crowning moment the way i ended it after you know went through the whole game and beat it and then beat it for dave because he likes to see me beat it 
Um, oh, hang on. I needed a proof. What we talking? Hang on. Bloodborne. <laughs> uh, the, so the, the, the oh, Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched him do that too. Yeah. yeah. The final uh, thing I did was I started up a new game and tried to speed run not the whole game but just up to and beating Father Gascoigne I managed to do in just under six minutes wow. from starting the game and that awesome. was that was like peak I switched it off then I was like that was amazing that's, that's uh, a it, great achievement Craig because I remember you hating those games <laughs> yeah. And, yeah and you were like I can I can beat all the angel things in, or the Valkyria in, uh, in God of War th- those are harder than most apostles of Bloodborne so, yeah, glad you're in on it yeah Definitely. Yeah, it's been super cool watching him go from I can't beat the cleric beast to oh, let me just do this without getting hit uh, on like Ebriatus. It, it, it's been a really cool. <laughs> and now I just want to start throwing games at him to see how he does it though. Yeah. And it's super, super cool. I feel like there's a new Sith Lord um, getting created at the moment or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, my personal achievement this year is losing to a team in Smash. Like, I didn't know where the buttons were. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. My, my daughter brought home somebody from school, and he was like, oh, hey, you have video games. Like, yes, yes, I do. Do you like to play Smash? I do. I haven't played it in a while, but let's do it. And we played Smash. Uh, I, I, Your natural course is always, okay, I'm going to go easy, right? Like, like oh, okay, I'm just going to you know, have some fun. Kid demolished me. <laughs> like, hands down... <laughs> demolished me and that was when you're like "Ooh, okay i'm gonna hunker down and then i picked my donkey kong and i'm not gonna lie it was by the skin of my teeth that i beat this kid and, then and i was <laughs> over the moon i'm really sorry kid. i we've love yeah i'm trying to go um i love being beaten by a kid that is looking at his phone every five seconds <laughs> and i'm there gritting my teeth and sweating i i love that so much it gives me hope for the next generation it, it's great so yeah my personal achievement was losing and now that i say that out loud that makes it sound like i'm way better than i am and i'm not Okay, uh, your next gut check question, gentlemen. Um, I, I don't know if this will hit for all fronts, but uh, the best retro game you played this year. Uh, so let's say anything below PS3, if you did. Uh, best all right, well, for me, yeah, it has to be Maximo. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that game far more than I thought I would. It was a good time. Um, that was that was a good game. Um Sugar. That end boss, man. Sugar me timbers. Because I desperately want to see Hypnospace Outlaw, but it's a new game. It just so happens That's to a look... New game. It looks like the 90s. Um, oh, man. I've got one as well, but only because it's recent. You go first, look. On you go. Uh, Paggle Teeth, I think. Classes as well. Oh, yeah! So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Saved by the bell. Um, yeah, and I, I'm going to go with one that I played today that we're going to record at some point, but Atomic Runner Chelnov. <laughs> <laughs> you little cheater! I'm you not, little cheater! I know. Um, this is an upcoming... It's like the first episode of the New Year retro games look, and I stuck it on to play the you know the requisite time, and I ended up sticking it back on to beat it because it's fantastic, and it's like uh-huh. an, eight, an 87 Infinite Runner, but it's so good. It's, so, it's super good. <laughs> It's It's a cracker. Yep. All right. Next up, we have um, what's quickly becoming my favorite category, uh, favorite remaster of the year. 
I can't see how it's anything else but Demon Souls. What they've done for that game is just immense. I'm not even that far through it, but I just like wandering around the world and be like, whoa, look at all the lighting. And, oh, I remember this bit. And yeah, yeah, it's it's a really good job. Yeah, I'm I'm an Elden Ring blackout, right? So like no uh, souls, okay. but I couldn't help myself. I'm like, okay, I need to see. It. I I got up to the penetrator and was like, this this looks amazing. I I'm super excited to get into it after Elden Ring. Um, it is on my list to do, but as I say, to do list is a mile long. Um, favorite remaster is Control. God damn it, Craig. So Control got a <laughs> PS5 remaster. It bumped up to 60 frames a second, which that game always needed. And clicky triggers. And those clicky triggers and that frame rate and just general kind of like visual buff was all it took to polish that game up to perfect. It's just so good. I just love everything all right. about that game. This would that. be a good this would be a good one to use your second game Ooh. bring up on Craig because I mean the game's like a year and a half old <laughs> I know I know well I could have said something um, like something about Stranding I, or I maybe um, you I could take it up. to the Kiwami uh, and um, nah that's not on my list uh, Alan Wake was another good remaster Ah, oh, damn it! I hate you so much. I know, but it's it's absolutely true. Like Alan Wake, they they took that game and it just it just brought it again up to the twenty first century. It's got a better frame rate, looks better, plays better, clicky triggers, all the bump that I've said for for control. It works in Alan Wake. There we go. All right, I I will accept your answer on the condition you can answer this question, my friend. What is the name of the in universe TV show? In Alan Wake, um, uh, do, do, do. it's got that <laughs> Russian type um, Night Springs. Come on. There you go, buddy. Good job. Yeah. All right, I accept Alan Wake as an answer. Thank you. Um, myself, I, it's oh wait, I, I just wanted to say I remedied that situation. That was worth interrupting me for. <laughs> Listen to the laughter. Lally. Listen to all of it. <laughs> Um, myself, I don't have to talk about it, but it's Ghosts and Goblins. Um, they took what is arguably the most archaic, unfriendly, terrible game to try to just sit and play and turned it into a fun experience. And I think they deserve all the credit in the world. And if I didn't have at least one Capcom game in every episode, uh, they would shoot me. So, there we PC go. They're only there, aren't they? They're <laughs> focusing on PC games. Yeah, they're, they're, they're focusing on bringing a lot of... Them Square Enix are really pushing PC uh, all right, next up we have the overrated game of the year. Uh, I don't like Luke's answer, so he's not gonna talk. Really? And we're just gonna, yeah, I, I, I'm the same. Yeah, dude, I don't get it. <laughs> oh man, I uh, yeah. So Hades, I think I, I just do not get what the hype is about. I just I don't think it's fun. It's like it's not a good rogue. Like um, the the only thing that's kept my interest is the, like the little quips of the character, but I just don't think. I, I didn't click with a weapon. I didn't click with the mechanics. I just, after playing Dead Cells and other great roguelikes. Oh, I think it stomps on Dead Cells, like, pretty hard. It, it's weird because um, I love their all, all their other games. I just I just cannot get into this game. I don't know why. I've, and I've tried on Xbox. I've tried on Switch. I've, I've given it three attempts. Not... 
that day that's perfectly fine man i um I, i'm like the exact opposite of you though i love the mechanics i love the roguelike if i hear zagoras talk one more time i that's it i'm done yeah it's it, it I, I don't get it because it, it sounds like my game but no yeah that's perfectly fine man hmm yeah um I just I just bought the PS5 version to replay it. <laughs> uh, I think it's coming tomorrow. Uh, so oh, do you not my, like it as well? Or like no, it? I loved that. I absolutely loved that. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I think I'd, at the time we played it, did we? We must have done an episode on it. Um, ah, I was about yeah, we did. Remember yeah. when we did the Behemoth and yeah, yeah, super happy massive giant games. Yeah, and, and I think yeah, I can't I can't even remember what I said then, but I did like it. So my over exaggerated no overrated game is Doom Eternal. Now this was Amen. overrated and overhyped internally by us and externally by the world, and that game sucks. It's awful. Yeah, <laughs> it's piss. It's, it, it, it's really not good. It's, it's that. It's the same with um, it's the same with the Wolfenstein games. Like the first like remaster or remake was great, and then they just keep on oh yeah chipping away at the good stuff and like replacing it with like I, yeah I the music in that game is dreadful like oh. yep um I got one hundred percent you can hear us all batter that game bloody on t- on on the episode we did uh, but one whole wholeheartedly agrees with Doom Eternal is piss. Um, uh, for me, it's not a game that I think is bad, but I do believe is very much overrated, and that is Celeste. Uh, because of the disagreement we had on Ghosts and Goblins, I was like, all right, I'm going to pretend to be Craig for a little bit. And so I pretended to be Craig, and I really got into Celeste, and found out I didn't really like it all that much. Um, it, it, it's it's fine when compared to stuff like Meat Boy and Cave Story, and it, it's perfectly well-made game. I don't know why everybody loved it so much. You could call it the Skyrim conundrum. I don't know why you like everybody liked it, but for me, it was just a quick one day and it's done. And okay, yeah, I'll never touch that again. I kind of think so. I, yeah, I agree, Dave. I, I like it. I just don't deserve the hype it got. No, I mean, and and like like with something like Cyan or Wild Hearts, if the story clicks super hard yeah. for you, then I don't want to take that away from you. But I just don't get it. So I find yeah. I find it quite hard to like get involved with the story of a game with that sort of graphics. I don't know what it is. It's like, I can see what they were trying to do, but it just, it didn't click with the, the visuals of it. Maybe that was it. Oh, no, well, I mean, I mean, I think that's just difference between us. Like, yeah. I still don't mind pixel art and you're tend to be more 3D yeah. focused. All right. Uh, next up, we have the game you slog through just to finish it. I also don't like Luke's answer here. So Luke's also not allowed to talk here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dragon Quest Builders 2 and this is the same reason I, I didn't actually finish the first Dragon Quest Builders because it just kind of I, I think it just it's one area too long it just or they need to compact it it's like there's a lot of repeat and I love I love the game but by the end of it I was like Please yeah finish. you know what I, I can agree with you if they cut out one of those middle areas like maybe the sand place yeah because the Snow Kingdom stuff is cool yeah, it's fun that was the best one but it's it, it, yeah, it just does the same things too often. Um, I, yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Yeah, that, that's like I'm some arbiter. I'm sorry. But um, uh, I, I liked it enough to platinum it. I, I thought it was a blast. I, I love the concept. Yeah. I love like Minecraft meets Dragon Quest. 
I love that they fixed the combat. I thought the combat in the first one was really weak, but now they give you an MVP, yeah, it was which weak. is really good at the combat. And then, yeah, great game. And then every time you have a loading screen, it flashes full of things that make your stuff look like utter garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But okay, yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I quite liked it. I think I get the same feeling. It, it maybe got a wee bit long, but not near, not enough to add to this. When I played Quantum Break this year, which was <laughs> oh oh oh, um, I had to because I haven't done the whole control thing and trying to tie it. There's you know like cross references in there to this. So I thought oh bugger it, I'll give it, a, I'll give it a bash, and it's just not a good game at all. <laughs> like, oh. like it's just it's just not. Uh, I, I put it down, I stopped playing it at one point because just something wasn't working right with it and it took a, a monumental amount of effort to pick it back up at the bit I was at and finish it off. It was just, yeah. Quantum Break, what a misstep. Um, it, it, it looked terrible. Oh. I am glad I didn't try it. I don't think uh, I've the heard acting anybody looked... say anything positive about it. The no, t- no. The TV it, stuff pretty is bad. pretty cool. Like the story, I like the story. I just don't like anything else about it. <laughs> it had some big right, actors uh, in it, though, right? It had like, yeah. isn't William Defoe in it and stuff? Um, or is that a no, different it, one. Uh, William Defoe's Thingamabobby, not Heavy Rain, the one before Heavy Rain, or the one after uh, Heavy oh, Rain. Oh, uh, Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two uh, Souls. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one's got the guy that was in. He was X-Men. Bo- Iceman, Bob. Yeah. He was Bobby Two Fingers in Game of Thrones, or whatever his name is. Bobby Two Fingers. I like that name. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby I just. I don't know if I want to Google Bobby Two Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I wish I could remember um, his name. All right. So for me, it was Disco Elysium. We also did an episode on it, and you can see why I thought it was a slog. Um, needless to say, I think. There's some problems with it, but it's super impressive if you're patient. Put it that way. All right. Next up, we have the Best New Series Award. I struggled to answer this one because I haven't played that many new series. <laughs> but um, one that I was really impressed with, it was Astro's Playroom. Um, I just think that was a great way to introduce the PlayStation 5 and show all the achievements the PlayStation's had. Um, yeah, it was, it was absolute blast. For me, it was Plague Tale Innocence. Plague Tale Innocence, because it's just a fantastic, fantastic thing. I cannot wait to play the next game. The 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 gameplay, the world building, the storytelling in that is all fantastic. And the next, is it Requiem? Is the next one I can, or I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just I, of of everything, I cannot wait. Well, there's a few games I can't wait to play, but that is up there with it's day one, get it, play it type stuff. Agreed. I I put the same answer. Um, it it surprised the pants off me, man. It was a wonderful game. Um, next up, we have something that's vaguely related to a Plague Tale Innocence, and that is the Focus Interactive Award of the Year. Um, <laughs> this is what we're all here for. Yeah, yep. uh, much like the Spider-Man Fun to Get Around the City Award. Um, I, uh, I, I, I hesitate to say this, but I think I speak for us all when we say vampire. Yes, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was not the only focus interactive game I played this year, but it was the one that had the least amount of bugs. Yeah. So good job publishing a game that didn't have a lot of bugs, guys. And you know, I am a massive fan of Focus Home Interactive for some strange reason. I, was I know, right? Dropped in my head as a child or something, I don't know. Uh, Vampire was very well put together, and we all enjoyed it, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah it was, it was a good game. Anyway. Yeah, and it, it is, like, I love keeping my eyeball on those B mm-hmm. studio games. Um, which, uh, public service announcement, guys, uh, Blood Bowl 3 will be coming out later oh, oh, yay. this year. Oh, so yay. Uh, make sure you get your pre-orders in now. Oh, well, speaking <laughs> speaking of game I'm most excited for. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alright, so the next category is game you're most excited to start. Yeah. The- I got this one in the Black Friday deals, and it's Deathloop. Um, yes. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it, so while looking mm. forward to it. It's good. I can't wait to talk to someone that's not Dave about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neither can I. <laughs> uh, uh, mine, I've got. It's installed. It's staring at me. It's Sherlock Holmes Chapter One. I really, really want to start it, but it's it's so high up in my expectations that I need that perfect moment. You know, I need a day when I can just sit, start it, and soak it all in without every 15 minutes pausing it to go and do something. Or if the kids are here, you know, like, having to do... I just, I need some time to sit and play it. And when I do, it's going to be amazing, I am sure. All right. I I look forward to hearing your book report about it because I love me some Sherlock Holmes games, but I suck at them terribly. Uh, For me... Um, yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Like, like Crimes and Punishment, it, it's pretty good. Devil's Daughter, I hear, is amazing from Craig. Um, for me, the game I'm most excited to start, luckily, is something we're going to be doing next year, and that is Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Ever since I saw that trailer, it has been, like, number one need to play that game. And having it in my collection and really trying not to start it has been a bit of a struggle. I can't wait to play that game. I hope it doesn't disappoint. I'm sitting at the same sitting, staring at it on my wee shelf, staring back at me. The little buggers look adorable. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. I, I've got, I feel really good about that one. It is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. All right, the next category is the most excited on next year's schedule, with the proviso of you can't have picked it. Oh, what? I just changed my answer. <laughs> uh, definitely. It, it does say right there, not own choice, Luke. I had to, I had to reduce the size of the columns because I couldn't see my answers. <laughs> uh, oh. Definitely. Definitely is the one I'm the most excited. Okay, there we go. <laughs> That's good. Uh, mine's is Lost and Random. We played Alice uh, earlier in the year. Next year we're playing Madness Returns and Lost and Random as a duo type thing in April, I think. and Or May or March, sometime anyway. It's one of the months. Yeah, it's one of the months. It's one of the months that has an A in it. And it's, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's the one of those ones... It's the Sam... Oh yeah, that, that, that doesn't have an A in it. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, oh, what was I saying? Yeah. Oh, God, you've, you've thrown me right off there. Uh, <laughs> the joke is a Y in it. That's why. It's 
Lost in Random is like a spiritual successory type thing to something like Alice Madness Returns. So playing the two back to back is going to be really interesting to do. And and the look of it, it looks fantastic. So I, I can't wait to do that. Yeah, the, the I think the moment I saw the trailer, I shot you a message like, dude, dude, we've got to do this. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it. Um, One that I'm now a little hesitant to um, get hyped for because I've heard good, I've heard bad, I've heard meh, uh, is Medium. Uh, when the trailer first dropped, I was super excited and really wanted to play it. And then I started hearing reviews and I generally don't pay attention to reviews when it comes from outlets. But now I'm hearing some people say, eh, it's not so great kind of thing. It's, so I don't know. I'm, I'm super curious. It's like Control, but she dyed her hair white. Um... And there's two of them. <laughs> there's two of them now. Um, all right. Uh, next up, before we get into the system-based questions, your final gut check, gentlemen. What? Well, this one you better have an answer for. What is the game that you have saved to play over Christmas this year? <laughs> it's three in a row, Deathloop. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I'd see Sherlock would have been my answer, but it's not. I've not specifically saved it for Christmas. Um, what I have saved for Christmas, Dave, is Far Cry Six. Oh, oh damn it! Because <laughs> you can just that means sit and just. I'm gonna have to hear how oh they did better this time. It's not so bad. It's not no. Yeah. I don't want to hear about it. Well, it was I that. Mean, or it's, it's... I've also got Watch Dogs Legion as well, which is oh, going to be terrible. Oh, damn <laughs> it. It's your turn to skip. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, for me, I have been saving Dead Rising 4, Frank's big package, to play over Christmas because, by golly, that is a game set in a mall at Christmas, and it just feels fun. So, yes, I will be playing Dead Rising 4. Whether I complete it, I don't know. Yeah. But that's what I will be trying. Yeah, good luck. I did like that game. Thank you. Uh, how are you on past Dead Rising games, out of curiosity? I had one, but couldn't finish it because the text was too small for my screen. And then I jumped straight to four, which I got about halfway through and got... I'll leave it. I'll just say that. It, well, its trick of having so many things on screen is way less impressive now um, than it was back when the first one came out. But yeah, the fourth one is great. It's it's cool. On so. on a similar related note, do you fancy like jumping in on like Dead Island, the next Dead Island, whatever no. it's called? Dave, yes. I know Dave's up for it. Dave's definitely up. up for it. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Cool. We should do something like that. I wish you guys all the luck. I hate Dead Island with a passion. I don't. Why? Why? It is a garbage game. Oh, it is. Sorry, I'm thinking garbage. Dying Light. That's how it's seen. Is that what you meant? Oh, no. It's Dying Light I'm thinking of as well. <laughs> well done. Sorry, it's not Dead Island. It's the next Dying Light. Uh, that one I would have to let you know on. I'm not sure. I'm ambivalent towards Dying Light. I think it's that thing if he needs to make sure he's still good at it. Like, he doesn't want to be shown up by somebody in Smash and then Dying Light as well. <laughs> I love losing to people. Somebody beats me, it's like, oh yes. Uh no, no, I, I played the first one and thought eh, it's eh, it's okay. so much better multiplayer. It really is. Okay. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't um, like the single player thought, but multiplayer was great. 
Okay, um, well, let me counter this gut check question with a final gut check question I just thought of that I am curious about, guys. Uh, what is the first game of the new year you have pre-ordered? Uh, Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring. Oh, you're both wrong. The correct answer is Dynasty Warriors 9 oh, for Empires. God's sake. <laughs> no. Oh. No diff. And then no. Elden Ring. No. Go your bad. sickness. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this sucker up. Gentlemen, your best PS4 game you played this year. Last of Us 2. You haven't mentioned that one already. Can you expand a wee bit on? Yeah, do you want to give a blurb about that? <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, the first game was The Last of Us, and then there was more of them. So, yeah. um, PS4 for me was Bloodborne. Really, just kicked the pants off anything. Like it's it's an exclusive worthy of saying you need that entire system to play this game. Please do that. Uh, it's, Agreed. It's just fantastic. Um, for me, it is East Memories of Salceda, a game nobody has heard about on this podcast, I'm sure, but it is another fine entry in the East. It's a, um, it was a Vita game that got ported, so it looks like brown crinkled ass, but it plays really fun. And if you like the East formula, which is, I'm surprised you don't, Craig, but it's built on exploration, and that's pretty much it. It's another good entry in it. I, I had a lot of fun. I, I don't know if I like it or not because I've got East Origins and I've never I've not touched it. I've never played one of the games. I hate to be that guy, but East Origins is the one that that doesn't do that. Oh no. That's mainly combat. Oh, for God's so, sake. Eh, um I'm looking forward to East 9. I did buy East 9. Came out this year. Looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, PlayStation 5 if you're lucky enough to have one and if you don't, I hope you soon will. What's your game of the year, gentlemen? Ratchet and Clank. <gasps> I am the same Ratchet and Clank. I, uh, yeah, Ratchet and Clank. It's well, well... Last of Us 2 for me. Oh, for God's sake. Could you? <laughs> uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank, like, hands down, yeah. Um, I, I will say we had a fun conversation about whether or not it should be Ratchet and Clank or Returnal. But I do think Ratchet and Clank is the better overall experience. It's weird because Eternals changed so much as well. Like they've they've added in like yeah, they added a save. Yeah. Thank God. I like. I feel weird not having mentioned Returnal. I know we've mentioned it now, but it is quite epic in how it looks and how it plays and how it like third person shooter Returnal. You know, like how it looks, Returnal graphics, Return. It, it looks amazing and it plays amazing, but we've not. Yeah, we've not mentioned that at all. Well, it. it, it, it Go ahead. It's the prime example of a game that shouldn't be seventy pounds, though, isn't it? Like, I, I yes and no. To be honest with you, yes and no. Like there are like the amount of stuff they give you is worth seventy dollars. The problem I feel is it's locked behind a roguelike, and that means a lot of people won't see that stuff for a long time. And if ever there was a roguelike to get Craig into the genre, it is Returnal because that is spacey and spacey and spacey. It's yeah, good. I like it. I like all the stuff, you know, like the random house you come across and the wee spaceman and all. I love it. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really good. It just, it's a roguelike and I'm just, I struggle. I struggle with that, especially with no save and spending three hours on a run. It just, it's a bit. Yeah, I've had a couple runs where it's like, I got to go to bed. I got to go to bed, but I don't want to die. Um. Okay, next up, we have the Switch Game of the Year. 
uh, this was an easy one for me. Bowser's Fury. Uh, it is. It is that good. It's maybe one of the best Switch games. I wholeheartedly agree, just based on what I've seen. Uh, it's for me. It's Master Hunter Rise oh. with a giant oh. poop emoji next to it. I, I thought the Craig... order was Luke, Craig, Dave. Luke, Craig, Dave, and now you're just skipping over me. Oh, now he's a stickler maybe, for maybe he's you know switching it up. Where is your switch, uh, Luke? Uh, don't don't have it. Uh... Uh, I, haven't, I haven't played. Any, I haven't played any Switch games this year either. So... Oh, good thing we took time out of the the recording to state that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Monster Hunter Rise has a poop emoji next to it because everything that makes Monster Hunter good has been compromised by it being on the Switch. The world is not near as interactable. Um, the monsters aren't near as impressive. Uh, it, everything in it except gameplay is kind of scaled down and I realize, duh, it's on the Switch, but I think that actively harms it. So this is Game of the Year only because it's the new only new Switch game I've played this year because Kelsey would chop off my hands if I tried to touch it because Animal Crossing is still a thing, evidently. What the hell? And um, she is rocking 1,900 hours and counting. I don't know doing what. I think she's selling drugs. I'm not sure. 1900 hours it got released like 1900 hours ago <laughs> I, I i don't know how she does it um but there was an expansion so we've got at least another 1900 hours to go craig um all right uh, uh next up we have xbox one and luke uh Ori in the blind forest uh still not finished this but i do go back to it and be like oh this is cool and then catch up to where it was I, I just really like the look of it. I think it's a really cool game. I have it in my collection. Haven't started it yet. But what do you think in comparison to Hollow Knight? Uh, it's not as difficult. So, yeah. it's Okay. Also doesn't seem as long. And it's more colorful. So, yeah. Probably more up your street. Okay. Um... I, I've gotten over a lot, like, I've gotten over it, and it's 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 abuse sy- syndrome, because I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't that bad, I should give it a retry, and I know as soon as I boot it up, I'm like, ooh, ooh, I hate this game, uh, so I'm not sure, but um, I'm open to replaying Hollow Knight at some point, and I need to play Ori, I just need to do it. Yeah, I, I, would, I would just give up Hollow Knight, skip and go straight to Ori. Oh, is it me? I thought we were skipping over me again there. Uh, my Xbox One game is something that I picked up. Microsoft Flight Simulator. My God. The last... Uh, and wait, Craig wait, wait. is officially an uncle. The, the... Objection. What? <laughs> this doesn't run on Xbox One, does it? I don't know. Does it? Think, Ooh, I is think, that an Xbox Series game? I think it might only be a Series X game. <gasps> oh my goodness. Craig, you <gasps> liar. Oh my. <laughs> I see what you did though. Golly gosh. Um, What am I going to do? What am I, guys, what am I going to do? Oh, when people run it out by the... By the... Uh, I'm just Google, does, does Microsoft plan to run on Xbox One? <laughs> 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 uh, um, is, nope, Psychonauts 2 is... Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it's I've just getting... series X and series S. I'm afraid I'm gonna have to veto this answer, Craig. Oh, oh snap! Damn, I don't have any other ah. exclusives. Under my... I've played other games, but no, ex- nothing else. So, nope, I'm out. It doesn't have to be exclusive. All right, but... in that case, Call of Cthulhu. It was fantastic, and I played it on Xbox. 
I hate the fact that you like a Lovecraft game that I don't. That is not fair. <laughs> and by golly, I'm going to get through it. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, I did not boot up my Xbox once that did not have Rare Replay in it already. And so, yeah. I thought it would just I, be I Cuphead just... again. Because, you know, that's... <laughs> well, now I can play Cuphead on, on PS4 and Cuphead, Switch. Yeah. Uh, and hey. the DLC's coming, guys. Have you seen this? Yeah, have you seen the trailer for that? Yeah, oh, looks so good. Uh, all right, uh, so next up we have Xbox Series X, of which Craig has already given his answer. No, no, Ooh. no. <laughs> uh, Halo Infinite, without a doubt. That, that's good. Uh, mine's is Forza Horizon 5. Flight Simulator. No, the last one is Horizon Simulator. Forza, Forza Horizon Five is brilliant. It's just what makes Forza Horizon amazing, but even amazinger. All right, amazinger. Um, so we've come to this, gentlemen. This is our. This is the best game I've played all year. Luke, <laughs> the last of us too. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. you're nothing if not consistent, my friend. Yeah. Let's get, let's get, or, or um, stingy with the, the games uh, you play. Are, are you, do you want to expand more, given it's the best of year, or are we just? Uh yeah, sure. I, I mean, again, I fell in love with the first one, and I just absolutely love the second one. I think it's, I can see why why people have complaints with it. I personally don't have those problems. I think the the character that doesn't make it. I think he goes out the way he lived. Like, yeah, it's just... An arsehole? <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Uh, no, it's it, it is, it's cracking. And what they do mechanically with that game, like, just pay attention to the world when you play it. Look at, look at the way the character, like, the grass moves when the character's around it or what happens when she walks through a puddle. It's like, it's those little things... And it takes somebody to point it out sometimes because it's so immersive that, yeah, I just totally fell for it. Um, it's very rarely I sit and watch a game just without moving my character and go investigate little parts of the world. I don't think I've seen a game behave you, like that. You've you've sold it because I, I've been really obsessed with Lawnmower Simulator 2021. And <laughs> oh, he the, is an uncle. The grass mechanics in that don't sound nearly as good as the grass mechanics in Last of Us 2. So I'll need to, I'll need to play it now. You need. You probably need to play the first one again just for the story beats. But yeah, it's downloaded. It's in the space of time we've been recording. It is now downloaded and ready to play. Um, I can see my trophies. I've got progress one percent. So clearly, I started the remastered version. I thought, ah, fuck this, and then turned it off again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my best of the year is Deathloop. Maybe slightly unsurprisingly, I don't know. Guardians was a close call, but Deathloop is. I just... am very surprised at that. It's at Deathloop. Yes. Versus... Because this was the year Psychonauts 2 came yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And it, like, I I wanted to play that game so long, but Death Deathloop, Psychonauts 2 is like everything that made Psychonauts good. It's better and it's great. It's, it's just a fantastic game. But Deathloop is just different. It's a different mechanic. It's unlike anything I've ever played before. And it just does everything really well. I love that like that developer, I love the mechanics, so I love all the bits like the dishonored desk warping type stuff you've got going on and everything. It's just it's really good. It's like Dishonored meets Hitman because it's a series of things that you need to figure out to murder someone. That's great. 
<laughs> that's a great comparison. You know, it, that's all it is. It's it's all it is. It's this big mechanical level puzzle that you need to solve in a third, in a first person shooter. It's 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 brilliant. It's brilliant. All right. Um, because I'm a rather stupidly verbose gentleman. Um, this is the first year that I don't have a clear standing game of the year. Like, what? All this hunter suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all this week. Um, we we keep the Excel spreadsheet open all week, and it's like okay, you know, rejigger things you need to. I can't think of one that I'm like I this this is heads and shoulders above everything else I've played except Ratchet and Clank and that feels weird to me <laughs> to say Ratchet and Clank is the best game this year your math <laughs> is not the best game this year um but yeah like like did, how easy was it for you guys this year uh, <laughs> honestly up until up until I started Guardians of the Galaxy on Thursday, and it's now Sunday, and I've nearly finished it, and it was easy up until about, you know, like an hour into Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was like, hang on a second, oh no, this has made it slightly challenging. There's a lot of games that could have almost been best of the year, but like... It, death like Deathloop is just different. It's it's not like any of the other games I've played, so it stands out easily. So yeah, bit of a, yeah, bit of a doddle. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I haven't played enough games this year, which is probably the main thing. But even then, The Last of Us, I think, would have won it. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it's so stand out. And yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so. Just for ceremonial sake, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Deathloop, and The Last of Us 2 are all not as good as Doom Eternal. <laughs> all right, we will catch you next time. Um, so, guys, um, as, a, as a whole this year, how do you feel about this year? It's been good. It's been a strong year. Um, started off slower, uh, but the second half of the year has been like an absolute punch of yeah, since games. like October, it's been bam, 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 yeah, bam, bam. Um, like I've found my pile of shit. I now have a physical collection of games which I've never had before. I've got four or five that I need to play. Of those, maybe three are going to be good. And then there's Far Cry and Watch Dogs to just try. <laughs> um, you know, I've played some of the best games I've ever played this year. Uh, like Deathloop, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, like Alien Isolation to me was f- fantastic. It's been a... a rocking second half of the year and it's my entire attitude has changed like the whole beaten bloodborne thing changed me fundamentally in how i play games yeah between bloodborne and alien isolation yeah. like you've went through a major shift yep. this year absolutely and that's why i'm surprised i even bought far cry because i don't want to play it really <laughs> like i just i don't know i i would say as a person craig uh and from the outside looking in you have made the most progress by realizing Borderlands is garbage. Yeah. This oh year. man, it is. The, uh, like, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, it's so bad. It is. I don't. I, and I do look at myself, going, "What were you thinking?" You know, but like, two two was good at the time. The, the problem with three is it's just the same game. Yeah, like, updated graphics. Yeah, 
Now you have backslidden a little bit because you did play Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a giant mistake one should never make again. Yeah, like for the tenth time. Film, get out <laughs> <laughs> and I, I played it differently. I, pl- I played it as like an archer mage. This is true. This um, is true. What you didn't sneak archer leather bracelets up to hundred percent. No. The way it's supposed to be played. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I, pl- I played it differently, and I'm happy with the way I played it. So, but that's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. I I think this year was a bit of a weird one because I, I kind of expected after last year and like all the games being delayed, I thought this is just going to be a thing and twenty twenty one's could be a write off, but it totally hasn't been. It's it's. When you look at it on paper, it's amazing. Like, the games that have come out, yeah. And they're all, of, like, generally of a high quality, so good, good. Um, Alright, your last question, before we call this a close. Are you guys now ready to say goodbye to the previous gen? I sold both of them, so yes. Uh, I would say that's a strong <laughs> yes on Luke's category. Um, <laughs> I think PlayStation-wise, yes. That's... When whatever game we spoke about in this episode where I said, oh, is that PlayStation 4? Was it Kingdom of Amalur or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Is there a PS5 one? Because I'm kind of thinking I'm almost fully moved over to PS5. Xbox, completely different. I'm playing a back catalogue like nothing else. You know, original Xbox games and Xbox One and Xbox Series. Like, I'm way further behind on Xbox, but PlayStation have caught up. There's not many games now that are want to play um what where's the nintendo situation sitting for you it's still not on the horizon at all like i'd really kind of fancy ring fit <laughs> like you know i just that's that's about it and I, I wanted to play um chrono cross or chrono trigger but you said it's getting a remaster so i'm like oh well yeah it's kind of yeah so i'm not gonna even bother playing that anymore yeah, if that does genuinely materialize, I am going to be over the moon because someone at oh. Sony does like me. Yeah, it definitely has happened. I, I got the feeling Nintendo are squirreling away on their next console for some reason. They seem to be awful quiet about upcoming releases. But yeah, the Switch is feeling a bit dated, personally. I think it's quite slow. Yes, well, I mean, this is the way it goes for them. They they hold out until the next-gen systems are, like, a little bit into their life cycle, and then, like, bam, here's a shiny new toy, and then everybody buys it because it's new, why not? Um, I mean, they still haven't released Breath of the Wild 2 yet, which I would think would be, like, super prioritized yeah, for them. it's got to be nice. Well, Metroid's out now, so that's it. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I don't um, know about you guys, but I find, like, Switch was like, oh, it's cool for indies and stuff. But with Game Pass, most of those games end up coming to it. So it's kind of killed off the Switch, apart from being for exclusives for me. It's, it's mainly, it's mobile. Like, that. that's it. That's really yeah. the only thing it has going for it at this, for me anyway. Yeah. At this point, I am totally not ready to say goodbye to PS4 yet. I still have roughly 110 games that I got to get through on disc. Put little happy face stickers on everything. Um, I've been dipping my toe into PS5 because, well, you need to play your Kennas and your Deathloops and your Spider-Mans. But I'm just not at that point where I'm ready to say goodbye yet. Yeah. See, I was kind of... I was upset at the start of the generation, thinking, oh, we're getting remaster this and remaster... Oh, God, why is it just all remasters? Like, why are we just getting remasters on the PS5 rather than new games? But now I'm kind of using that to identify what my to-do list is being. Oh, look, Alan Wake's got a remaster. I'm going to play that again. That's- I don't see you jumping on that SpongeBob remaster anytime soon, Craig. <sighs> I'll get to it. God, I'm going to run out of games <laughs> eventually. Um, 
Are you guys tired of remasters yet? I think they're great. I, I think they're they're well wonderful. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Like everything, everything that's come up until this point, remaster it. Let's go. Yeah. Keep it well, modern. Yeah. Maybe maybe not everything. Like I can't wait for PS5 Doom Eternal. Is is what I'm saying. Tricky towers though. No. <laughs> no. So that concludes uh, the Benefics Game of the Year awards. We hope that. All entrants are satisfied with whatever trophies they win. Last of Us 2, of course, running the gamut of <laughs> winning all of it. I would say that's probably the most awarded game this year. Yeah. And um, Best 2D platformer. <laughs> Last of Us 2. Um, <laughs> if you managed to stick with us until this far in, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I, we do genuinely appreciate everybody that listens because, boy, howdy... Uh, you must be bored. Yeah, we appreciate so, those that don't listen as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate <laughs> those people. Um, thank you very much again, and we will catch you next year when we start off with Streets of Rage Four because Luke hates Dave. Oh come on! <laughs> I you hate like, Streets like, of Rage franchise, man. Yeah, I hate the, it. you like the the remaster. Monster Wonder World, whatever it was. Yes, but you didn't pick that game. No. <laughs> Oh, I see. So if, if you play it by mistake, then it's fine. <laughs> if I pick it... <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He what didn't was... mean that. He meant, like, you didn't pick that yeah, to play. Yeah, I know. Right, I know. okay, I'm... God, I just thought, I just, I thought I'd interject, just in case you took genuine wait. offence. No, 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 wait, I'm wait, wait. What was What was the Luke pick that we did that I didn't know was a Luke pick, and I didn't like it, and then you said it was a Luke oh, pick, and I'm like, ah! Oh, it's Luigi's Mansion, yeah, I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! You know what? You're, you're still you're you're behind, but you know Luigi's Mansion is a good pick. You're, you're still paying for Yoshi's Island, man. Like I will never let that go. Wow, it was it was a good game. It still no. is. No, 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 no! It's garbage. Guys, stop! That was now years ago. That was years <laughs> ago. We can say that. Close it off. It's done. I'm no. I will do nothing if not hold a grudge, damn it. <laughs> anyway, oh. uh, we are starting with Streets of Rage Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard good things about the remaster, so we will check it out. If you have anything you'd like to say about your games of the year, or why didn't we include this game, or stuff like that, uh, you can let us know at thebiteffect.com, where we have a contact form. Uh, If you're curious to see what at least me and Craig played all this year, we do keep a running tally on there of what games we play per year. So if you're interested in that, you can let us know. All right. Again, I guess thank you, and we will catch you next time. Say good night, gentlemen. Good night, gentlemen. Actually, no. Oh. I need you both to sing "Old Lang Syne." No, I'm no. Okay. Um. All right, Craig, you play the bagpipes. Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, gentlemen. All right, and we're out of here. In three, two, one. Bye.